As uh, potential you are, we are in the drive-thru here at Starbucks. We're going to get some orders. I think a fun thing to follow up on this would be uh, what our coffee orders say about us as leaders. That's important. <laughs> but That's we really can get, important. We can yeah. get to that in a minute. But this Starbucks was a uh, this is a key place in the in the bromance of Nick and Mike. <laughs> this is where yeah. This is where we started dating. Icon. It's it's iconic. It's it's symbolic now because really the more important one was the one that was a block to the south of us at Ina in I-10, but that one's gone now. Yeah. That's where I worked. So at that one, like I mentioned earlier, I had just these multiple encounters where people were talking about, oh yeah, there's this church right over here. They might be looking for a worship leader. People that I knew knew that I was kind of looking at jobs anywhere in the country. Um, just got in a couple different places. Almost got hired on at this place in Florida right on the beach. It's had this super it was like a probably about 500 people but super cool like vibe to it and they had a really nice worship ministry like av set up and <laughs> ended up being the last like we were in the top three and then they would bring the top two out to do audition weeks and we just missed the cut by one that's a bummer um but nick's dad came into the starbucks that i worked at and my coworker said, oh yeah, that's that pastor's dad, the pastor of that church. It's his dad. So I talked to him and said, hey, I heard, uh, I heard that your son has a church plant that he's uh, starting nearby. We got to talking. I told him I was a worship leader and he got my email and I was like, cool, I'll send some stuff over to him. And then, but literally your dad went <laughs> like, I think out on the patio, called you. Yeah. Like, hey, you need to get down here. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah. A <laughs> I, was uh, I was delivering mail in, in Red Rock, and um, he called me, and he was like, "You need to get down here immediately." I don't know when this guy is gonna gonna leave. And I was like, "Dude, I'm uh, I'm delivering mail. I can't just like leave." <laughs> uh, so I finished up the mail route as quickly as I could, uh, but I was really, honestly, super nervous. And why I was nervous was my dad had recommended. Wow, that was very close. <laughs> yeah, somebody right. was backing out and almost backed into a light pole. Um, he, he kept sending me to different places to meet with worship leaders that were all, like, not great. Um, <laughs> and he'd, be, he'd, like, he'd talk them up and be like, this is amazing. I remember he sent me to one uh, where the worship leader was, like, willing to, to do two churches, and his church in the morning and our church at night, and... And it was literally classic rock and roll worship. Oh, yeah. And it was like Amazing Grace set to classic rock and roll. And I thought, nice. That's, that's not great. Um, so when I walked in and met Mike, I was super relieved because he looked normal. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, wow, this guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got he's to be somewhat cool because he works at Starbucks. Oh, I had those. And he's a musician. I had those zero gauges at the time. Yeah, yeah, and he had gauges. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, I, I think at that point I invited you to church to check us out, right? Yeah, you said I should come over sometime. They kept scheduling me on Sunday nights, and so the following, that, that week, that Sunday night, I wasn't able to go. But I told Brittany to go check it out. Um, and then you guys got excited because you were like, oh, my gosh, there's a girl. There's an <laughs> yeah, attractive girl. girl that came to our service. Great. We're going we're, we're gonna yeah. to be all right. So, <laughs> my, yeah, my game plan was, like, I'm going to reach young men. Because if you reach young men, I thought, like, then you can 
kind of reach the crowds. Sure. And it's a for, very Mark Driscoll thing to say. Yeah, it was. And and what it just turned into was just a bunch of dudes going to church, not inviting anybody else. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when a female walked in, I was like, yes, progress. And then I also thought, like, more guys are going to come now because there's a girl. <laughs> she isn't. We already reviewed. That's how I got to church. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, she came in, and then the next week... Uh, next week I came with her, yeah. Yeah. And then we uh, talked with Dan, I think, and since we had already been talking about doing worship, uh, he knew the plan was that we were going to kind of, like, filter in and give it a shot. But uh, we definitely, the first couple weeks, started to institute some kind of drastic changes right away. Uh, but then it seemed like, okay, yeah, this is, this we, is we really had to, Brittany and I honestly really had to like count the cost of what this was going to mean. Like, well, we're not going to get paid possibly ever. <laughs> Definitely not anytime soon, but maybe this is where God wants us and everything seemed to be lining up. So we were like, yeah, let's go for it. So yeah, then I think it was the first night after we actually officially led the band and then and you kind of told us like awesome you guys got the job and you were like wait i just realized i should interview you guys yeah. <laughs> make sure everything's on the up and up make sure yeah. we're on the same page so Oops. then we met right here right on the corner right on the corner right of the starbucks little, right on a little patio table uh-huh. and it was it was not a great interview but not that you didn't interview well. Did you write some things on a little I piece had of paper? No notes. Not, like not I was just shooting, shooting from the hip. Uh, which <laughs> you're I like. So have you uh, ever have a, had a job? <laughs> are, you, are, you a, are you a heretic? We yeah. We yeah. kind of went over theology. Yes, is what we believe. We, we were all good on that front. Uh, it seemed like we had the same. The, the crazy thing was how how aligned we were in kind of like frustration with the, with, with the way church often had been done in our experience kind of had the same goals for church that like actually um, engaged us as young people in our relationship with Christ and in a way that was real and tangible and like active uh, but we started with 12 people really like the first couple weeks and then as soon as kind of word got out um like at Cassis we got a big influx of people yeah. from the young people that were kind of like out of the youth group didn't know what to do now yeah and uh, they had their big Sunday night meetings they would still do and they had like the skate park stuff and whatnot yeah they shows. they were they doing the gathering at I that think, time or was remember. that over and then they had Tucson Skate Park which yeah. was the yeah. first place I ever preached oh uh, really was Tucson Skate Park yeah in my first I was on a preaching team there. Yeah. But, but yeah, then we basically went from 12 people to, by the end of that year, like 160 people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it was all the demographic of people that just don't go to church. So it was like young dudes. It's probably like 30% girls. Yeah. Uh, just a lot of young people, like really angsty and also like <laughs> ready to go and do something. And so that also meant we didn't have anything to show for our giving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, giving was not great. We had more, we had like more, twice as many regular attenders as we currently have at Mission, and 
probably like a fifth of the giving. Which is interesting, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was... I, I definitely heard of you guys around that time because there were people that I knew that, you know, I would I would just hear, like, somebody's like, oh, I go to Epicenter now. And I was like, what? What is that? What is that? <laughs> you know, and they're like, oh, I meet the Desert Sun. I was like, okay, I heard of that. You know, okay, yeah. interesting. I think, you know, how, I think that's what the, a lot of people thought at the time because we were so brand spanking new and just kind of had, like, yeah. A, yeah. a little... Well, we were like... It wasn't a slow growth process. Nope. Right. It was just like, bam, we're here. Um, which probably wasn't. Hey, it's time to order. Let's I get some know. coffees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready. You just speak up that order. I like all these positive messages. Yeah, this yeah, one says, this... I'm in charge of how I feel, and today I'm choosing I like, happiness. I like that one better. Life won't sparkle unless you do. Uh, yeah, can I get a tall coffee, please? A tall coffee, please. You should not. You can't hear me. Is it a tall cup coffee? Yes. yes. Does it have anything in there or is it black? Just black. Okay, what else? Uh, I'll get a tall cold brew with cream and sugar. Cream and sugar? Yep. And or simple. Or simple if you have it. And I will do, uh... I will do a... Let's see. Oh man, I will take a very small iced caramel cloud macchiato. Oh, I wow. Caramel cloud macchiato. That's it. That contains egg. Uh, thank you. Contains egg. <laughs> it's weird that they. Yeah, it contains egg. I've never big? had that before. I don't know why. It's just like it looks cold and and egg. You're feeling spontaneous. And I want to know what. A cloud. It's like to drink a cloud. Yeah. An egg cloud. An egg yeah. cloud. It's going to be great. Uh, well, do we need to follow, wrap up anything that we were just talking about? I don't remember what we were just talking about. I think uh, we were in a good place. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're talking about how you heard of us. and uh, Well, essentially, here's, here's the thing that everybody needs to know. Is that if it weren't for Mike, Epicenter would have imploded. <laughs> uh, he was the one who like kept things organized and, and moving forward and cared about the details. Where I am the guy who just like has big ideas and then tries to do them without thinking about the process. Uh, so, like Epicenter really exists because of Mike. Okay, there you go. Well, uh, well, existed because of Mike. Exists now. Mission. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it probably also exists because of Mike. So there you go. So we're uh, as we cruise up to the window. What what does it mean? What do our coffee orders say about us? If if all the only info people had was our coffee orders, how could they? What could they learn about us from those? I think uh, you really threw me off there with the caramel cloud. Yeah, macchiato. that freaked me out. That I seems think... like a not a usual Andy thing. What do you? That was. What's your go-to? I've never ordered that before. A, a short, flat white. At uh-huh. Starbucks is my go-to. Short. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like a cappuccino with less foam. Yeah. That's how. Here, that's how people. Anyway. Yeah. That's what people called me in middle school. Short, Short flat white. <laughs> <flat flight. laughs> Hello. Hello. There you go. Ten thirty-two. Here you go. Would you Yes. Awesome. I was the shortest kid in middle school. I was like four foot six when I went into middle school. Cold brew. And then by the time I came out, by the time I came out and was going into high school, 
I was four foot nine. Oh wow! Nice place for you. And ninety-eight pounds. So I, by I think by the time I was in sixth grade, I was like five, five six, one hundred and thirty pounds. <laughs> um, and uh, I was to the point where when I moved to live with my dad, my freshman year of high school. Uh, the first thing he said to me when I got off the plane was, we're putting you on a diet. Oh, no. Because <laughs> I was just round, round as could be. Oh, man. And, uh, but within the next year, I, uh, man, I was running two and a half miles every day and uh, playing sports. I turned into a jock, which was really weird. <laughs> um, so, but I was just a big kid. When I you were the... And I, like, stopped growing, like, my sophomore year. You are the big, round, white yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was uh, I was a tall flat white really because I I was told when I was younger that I had no butt it was uh, something <laughs> you were so the they're tall flat, white, <laughs> tall flat white so that that's my go-to drink this uh I'll tell you what that first sip was like sipping on a cloud so right. I do like to try if there's a weird new thing I like to okay. try and try that yeah. makes sense so there's something that's very handy me. yeah and my getting the cold brew, it's I, like that's the closest thing Starbucks has to craft coffee, maybe? Yeah, I, I don't I think I just, there are things that I know I'll go to and I'll just stick with it. I, I could be adventurous, but, but I, I hate wasting money. I hate wasting Yeah, see, I was going to say, yours reminds me of like, it's a conservative, safe choice. <laughs> that's the funny thing about Mike that many people don't know, because Mike's got, you know, he's got the hair and the... The look, you know, but really, Tattoos. like, but the safe conservative that, that is yeah. very much Mike. Like, yeah, yeah. My my methodologies are conservative. Yeah, my politics not as much, although yeah. they're not liberal either. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think you know Nick getting just the regular coffee. It's like Nick's got his like, just give me the normal thing. I want some yeah. jeans. I want the same jeans. Like yeah. I'm going to wear. Just give me glasses that work. Give me shoes that work. Actually, I tried something new and didn't buy Converse. Yeah. And I regret it. Yeah. <laughs> and But I'm cheap, so, so I will wear these for the next probably year and a half. You will be committed. <laughs> until they wear completely out, and then I will buy Converse again. Uh, so, well, well, you guys got a lot of coffee shop info there, so that I, hope that, I hope that got you over the hump. And next is Holy Cross, which is where we are turning into right now.